Check, check, one, two, three. Check, check, one, two, three. Check, check, one, two, and three. I think I'm live. I think that I'm good to go. And this is going to be a short and sweet one. Um, I have 15 minutes. Uh, some of you guys don't know. There's a cool dude out there named Justin Paul Abraham. Check him out. And um, he's talking about some interesting stuff. He's talking about things that are coming to the body of Christ into um, our time right now where we're expanding into new areas, new territories of operation. Um, one thing I wanted um, to talk about is sort of along those lines. There's a word that I got this morning. Um, and it's been a while since I've done one of these. I've done some podcasts, but it's been a while since I've done um, a video. And these are so much easier to do these live videos because I don't have to edit anything. Um, and the word that the Lord put on my heart was practice and completion, or the title of it. This is practice to completion. And the first word is this. Um, as a people, we've learned how to hear his voice, to discern his voice, and to impart, decipher, decipher what he's doing in our lives in some seasons. Now, I believe, as I've said in some other podcasts, other videos, this is a time in 2020, 2021, I believe that this season of time we're in has been um, a part of God's, uh, he's allowed it to pass through his hands, obviously, the whole Situational with COVID and governments and politics and the churches changing over and so many systems changing over. He's allowed us to see what's missing in the systems. Um, every system that we're part of, um, especially if you're in a leadership position, if you're in an area of, of having to engage with many people from the top down and you're having to figure out how to bring solution to an area in. So, um, businesses, uh, healthcare professionals, obviously, uh, church organizations, parachurches, actual churches where people go and get uh, ministered to uh, by the Lord through worship, um, through counseling. Everybody who's a part of these systems have, has noticed a shift. Now, obviously, the shift came because there was a necessity to shift. So, for instance, churches had to start doing Zoom calls and counseling, or they had to do streaming services. Those are all par for the course right now in 2020 because certain people still are kind of shifty about meeting in person. We got another variant actually coming out now uh, that came out, and um, you know it's it's created a, a sort of detachment from personal relationships and and spaces that we share. People have had to come to a new way of engaging people, customers clients, whatever it is, and families. People have had to engage families differently. Some families uh, had to do holidays differently, for instance. Um, and even with politics, another system. Sorry for the interference with the sound if that happens. People had to engage their families different. The, the whole political um, environment right now is, is, is we're still divided. Even though we have a new president who's been in office, I don't know now, not even a year, but we're coming up almost on a year. There's still people that are divided on whether or not he should have been the president, whether or not he is fit to be president. And I think both sides, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, is they're going to have different 
views and takes on what happened, what's transpired the last year. Uh, all that to say, there's been a scarcity of truth in every facet, education as well, every facet of uh, uh, interaction that we're having. Everything is important to us, obviously, because they affect us. They affect our money. They affect the time we spend together. They, our kids, our next generations are affected. Um, and, and the places of worship uh, have been affected. So like, the grand idea I believe the Lord put on my heart is that we're starting to have to understand how we're to engage with these systems differently now. We, we, we saw it, hopefully. We saw what was happening. Now, some people saw it from way you know, from way, ways ago, as soon as COVID hit, I'm, I, I heard podcasts, saw videos, YouTube videos, even the Lord impressed upon me that certain things were going to be changing, that the mountains to which we encounter day-to-day life and the mountains to which we encounter Yahweh even, they would change. We'd be forced to change. Now, the biggest thing that I was hoping for was that the people of God would understand what was happening. And see into such a way to they would be ahead of the ball game, and seeing how to minister to the people. Now, obviously, I don't think that's happened completely, and that's okay. I think that what's happened is people that have a knack for seeing things happen beforehand have seen it, have seen what's coming down the what's coming down the road, and that's okay. The point, though, or the the problem, is that. People that see things happen ahead of time sometimes don't know how to communicate that. And so that's been my biggest, um, what the Lord, I believe, has put on my heart. Even if two people watch this video, nine people watch this video, those nine will then have an understanding, even if they don't agree with me completely, to start saying, okay, something's happening, something might be happening, and maybe I'll keep my eyes open for this new happening, right? So you go back down through I'm a history guy so you go look at history and look how history has been changed by cataclysmic world changing events right so COVID is changing the way people do business for instance I'm a business owner so I've had to do um, more e-commerce for instance the way I engage customers is totally different now and it will be forever changed will I still be uh, having an opportunity to go talk to customers in person uh, like a Whole Foods store yes of course but it changes I have to wear a mask when I go into the store. That person can't see my smile. They can't see, you know what I'm saying? There's certain things that change in our interaction. Uh, uh, for uh, months, when people were getting used to wearing the masks, I couldn't see people's face. So in stores, if somebody cuts me off in the, uh, in the grocery line, most of the time I'd be able to see, oh, you know, you'd see the mouth, of the, you know, all the features, all the facial gestures. You can't see it. You just see eyes. So all of a sudden, you're like, kind of like, what are they thinking? What are people thinking? Now, we've gotten used to it, and so we've been forced to read body language, and some people have just been like, whatever, like oblivious, and that's how people have been anyways, have been oblivious to other people around them, but in any event, everything's changed. So a part of this word that I believe the Lord put on my heart was, you know, this year was an unveiling of the lack and scarcity of truth integrity and character in the systems that we thought were sound and secure but were in fact built on sinking sand. What that means to me, what what I believe the Lord is saying was that the systems that we put trust in weren't as sure of a foundation as we thought they were. Meaning, 
they worked for the season they were in. They worked for the time period that they were in, but certain things that we've built our lives around aren't gonna be, weren't built to last, for instance. Uh, the scriptures that come to mind is everything that we build or everything we have or everything we seek importance through, it too will be uh, destroyed by moth and rust or has the ability to, unless obviously the foundation is of the Lord. So there's certain systems, certain things we encounter they're given to us by the Lord. They're kingdom-oriented uh, things that we believe. If the Lord's given it to us, it's going to surely uh, come to some sort of positive fruition, right? There'll be fruit. So it was not supposed to be so for some of these systems, though, right? So that means that um, if they weren't built with kingdom principles, then they weren't going to last. But here's what the Lord's saying, and I believe we're supposed to be taking into this next season, is if we're building uh, anything right now in this time and season, it must be built with kingdom attributes in mind, or we must be building understanding that it's not our own intellect that's going to make it come to fruit. It's going to be the Lord. It's going to be the Holy Spirit. And we better be operating in such a place that uh, every day, not just in the download period where we get the information and say, okay, let's build this. It's every day, every step of the way, understanding what Yahweh is doing in the midst of it. Because I believe We've gotten interesting understandings on how to see people, how to meet the needs of the people. For instance, uh, somebody might come up with an awesome idea for an outreach. Um, they might say, let's go reach the community by having a soup or a, a pizza night or a dinner night or a movie night with the people in our community, with the people that live right on the street, the church you know, that, we're, that we worship uh, on Sundays. That might be an awesome thing. But if we just go at it with saying, okay, let's make this happen now and let's do it. Let's put all these things in place. And we don't inquire of the Lord maybe of who to add to the committee or the thought, you know, the think tank. Then we're missing the point of what he's doing. He might be having in store not just the actual program, but the people that need to be shaping the program. And they could also be shaped by the program or the, I hate to use program, but the thing, the ministry that's coming into place. So. You know, in all the things that we're encountering might not just be for the goal or solution, but it might be who's along for the ride and who's a part of it, right? That's just one little thing. So the Lord's saying, let us commence in the practicing of the presence of God in a new way. Okay. So we've, we've begun to see what's lacking. Now begin partnering with the presence of God to be in a mode of co-creating the love, the joy, the peace, the structures that are missing from the systems we encounter. Practice makes perfect. Right? So the practice goes beyond a 10-minute devotional, a Bible study, and a 90-minute service. Um, the, the word uh, that my brother Bill, uh, he's a pastor of mine, uh, Bill Copeland, uh, he put it on, uh, he had a sabbatical, and the word that he got from, one of the words he got from the sabbatical is abide, right? And um, abiding in the presence, abiding in uh, the rest, abiding and trust right and one thing that he said and i think maybe might have used a quote from somebody um it was a guy named i can't even remember i put the book out there let's see maybe i'll get it um boom, 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 boom. i will get this because it was actually a good book i checked it out it was uh, abiding christ by andrew murray and um it looks like a cool book and i probably will get a chance to it over you know outside i got three other books i got to read right now but this book was cool because and what the Lord had on his heart was John uh, 15, right? So John 15 says, I'm the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Or um, I don't know what, which translation we're in. 
Anyways, every branch in me that beareth not the fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, and it may bring uh, forth more fruit. So now, you who are clean to the word which I have spoken unto you, abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except in abide in the vines, and no more can ye except ye abide in me. We got some old language going on. So I'm the vine, you're the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Right? Amen. So, um, this is this is a cool scripture, and I believe what's going on now is we're seeing how limited we've been. We're seeing how limited the systems we've built will be for the future. And so we're asking, many churches are coming to a crossroads or a period of asking God, okay, how do we go about doing this thing called church? Or for you as an entrepreneur or people who write books or whatever it is you do, or you're just a, um, uh, I wouldn't say just, you're an employee at a big corporation or big uh, healthcare system or whatever it is God's put on your heart to, to move into as a tent making, as a, as a job. You are a part of something that's much bigger. Right, the call in your life and the purpose for your life is obviously to be an example, a testimony to the gospel that's working in your life. So a lot of the times back in the day, the way we went about doing our life, was we said, okay, let's just be um, good people. Uh, let's honor um, a discipline of prayer. Let's honor a discipline of reading the word, which are great things. That's how those are the modes in which God reaches us. A new way, though, of understanding our walk in faith is building relationship with God in prayer, in meditation, in a time, a time uh, sacrifice, right? Most of the time, I believe, and this is a, a true of myself, we've set apart our time to operate within our own understanding of what it is we're supposed to be doing as believers, right? So every, you know, the most holiest people I know probably give an hour um, a day, to a devotion or to a time of prayer or whatever, right? The typical Christian, though, would probably give 15 minutes, right? I could probably Google right now. I'm not going to, but I could probably Google right now and, you know, you Google 15-minute devotion, 10-minute devotional, 20-minute devotional, right? Man, I tell you what, if you devoted 20 minutes of time to just exercise, right, it'd be revolutionary. But is that going to get the job done? I don't know. People that are in awesome shape, 20 minutes or 30 minutes might be okay. But if you're trying to get into a new regimen, a new understanding of optim optimum peak health, 20 minute, 30 minutes ain't going to do it. Okay? So I go to our times of worship. Most of the time of worship that we get through a week is at church. How many times do we worship throughout the week where we give an hour to him, Right? Not a lot. So what I'm saying, what I believe the Lord is saying is we have to start practicing a new understanding of what it means to be in the presence of the Lord. Meaning that what we thought is is the way in which was a you know, typical operation probably needs to up it up a notch. We need to take it up a notch, right? The season calls for it. I believe he's going to increase us, but I believe we must increase, right? So the abiding... Um, it, I think it was Don, one of my friends. He says, you know, the abiding in the Lord is an active thing. So my task for you and for me is practicing the presence of God is an engagement. It's an active engagement. Here's why. Practice his presence and see the word over your life being completed. 
He will not relent. He will not cease working through you and in you, right? So the word put it on, the Lord put it on my heart to look at the, the Alpha and Omega. But I thought, what does it look like in the Hebrew, right? The Hebrew word or the Hebrew letter Aleph means oneness with God. The last letter in the Hebrew means truth, right? So he's the Alpha and Omega. And this thought process comes to mind as I'm going through what he's talking about completion is if something's been begun, the scripture says, if something's been begun, he's going to bring it into completion, right? It's an interesting thought to think that before we were even knit in our mother's room, he foreknew us, right? So something in our spirit, man, was known to the Lord before we were physically architected and put together in our womb. Well, if that's the case, and obviously in Revelation, we see things about, you know, um, the scrolls over our life. There's a mandate over our life. There's a purpose and calling. I don't think it's a happen chance that this purpose and calling comes together at the age 21 or 33 or 45. There's something that happens in us before we're even born that the fibers of our being is coming together with the truth over our lives. So what I'm saying is we are going to have to start practicing into the completion of the things that are over us. We're going to start have to, having to practice this gift of prophecy. We're going to have to start practice this gift of teaching or practicing this gift of hospitality or practicing a deeper understanding of what it means to be a mother or a father or a husband or a wife. There's a different type of practice that we're being called to, and it's a practice of not knowing completely, seeing and hearing in part. This is the other part of the word, is that a part of us, what we, we've seen 2020 differently, right? We used to hear a lot of the words. Um, you know, you look at scriptures, even books that are written about the scriptures of, of hearing the voice of God, Right? It's an interesting thing that God spoke and then something came to be. It was something we could see. So God's frequency of his voice created something for us to see. Well, we're hearing things in the spirit, but then he's calling us to create it in the physical. The word is always true of uh, this, this, uh, this thought process, uh, this, this formula of at, on earth as it is in heaven. Right. So this word that the Lord, I believe, is, is bringing forth right now in this season is on earth as it is in heaven. It, it's are you seeing what's happening in the heavenlies? Are you practicing this thing in the heavenlies first before you bring it into fruition? Right. The things that will stand the test of time will be things that are built with the kingdom perspective. Kingdom perspective is are you hearing and seeing it come in the heavenlies before you see it come in the natural realm? That comes with time, obedience, and sacrifice, the practice of the presence of God. I put it on the front as this is the little, the little image thing, because Brother Lawrence, that's what he would practice in while he was washing the dishes, while he was on a walk, while he's talking to us, even while you're at work. Practice praying in tongues, practice talking to God, practice asking the Father what it is in the middle of the day you're supposed to be doing with your mandate and calling. So it's more than just the d discipline of the reading of the word and the, 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 the 15 minute devotional that Bible Gateway puts out for you. There's something different for us to be entering into. This is a deeper devotion of walking with the Lord. Um, so we pray for practice. We pray for extra moments, extra time to practice. We pray for excellence. Uh, we pray for courage to do the things that the Lord is calling us to. This is a different season for us now. We're not, ex we're not expecting just a, a long life and um, a prospering here on earth. And we just kind of ride it out into retirement 
and then, you know, we pick out our plots and then we go to heaven, right? I believe there's something more going on to where actually we're going to start experiencing heaven, experiencing the presence of God in a new way, and then bringing into completion the things that he shows us in the spirit, in the spirit realm, in the, in the heavenlies, right? So we're expecting for more. We're going to see more, but it's going to call us to a different practice. Practice makes perfect, right? We're built in the image of the Lord. All right. There's more to that, but I wanted to be short. I wanted it to be something uh, quick, easy to chew on, and hopefully it was encouraging to you. I'm going to pray for you and yours. I'm going to pray over the word, pray over um, this move that uh, the Lord has over us. So in the name of Jesus, I pray for anyone who watches, anyone who um, comes into being a part of um, this podcast or this video. And Holy Spirit, I pray first off that um, any word that would catch the attention of the believer, catch the attention of the person seeking, hungering after the more of life, the bread of life. Holy Spirit, I pray that um, you would capture their vision, capture their eyes, capture um, their mind, capture their heart, their ears, to be attentive to what you're doing in this new day. You're always about a new thing. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray for a new thing to be done in our lives so that, God, we would see um, you work out in us and through us for your glory to change other people's lives. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for sanctification. Now we ask for a new transformation. We ask for transformation in our marriages, transformation in all our close relationships, transformation over our parenting, transformation um, in our, our work transformation of our vocations, our businesses, even our hobbies, Lord Jesus, the things that we pass the time with. I pray that, Lord, all of it would be given unto you so that, Lord, we're practicing a new understanding of what it means to be in the presence of the Lord, what it means to be activated in the Holy Spirit, what it means to be looking to and fro to understand what it is you're doing first in the heavenlies to be met out in the earthly realms. Holy Spirit, allow your, uh, your power to come on us, your authority to come on us in new ways. Because, God, we, we understand that you are wanting to bring into completion. Com the big picture is a healing and restoration over the people of God, the temple of the Holy Spirit, the temples of the Holy Spirit, but then also the places and the people that will touch the anointed, the appointed anointed of God. So, God, we would be changed first and then transform everything that we touch. That we would be a people that would hold the presence of God, hold the water of life, hold uh, this, this wine, this fresh new wine. And that, Lord, it would be poured out many times over. That, Lord, our cups would overrun and overflow. And that out of the overflow, out of the abundance, others would have fresh life, new life. Bring all these things into completion, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right. Love y'all. Hope that that was encouraging to you guys. And I'll catch you guys again. Peace.